I had to ask Scott Sprags for his phone this morning because I, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I figured I'd just kind of get the notes. <laughs> I've had the privilege this last couple of weeks um, to be able to be a part of the National uh, Police Memorial. And last night we had one and we honored that in Orlando and in front of the steps of um, City Hall or, or the courtroom. And uh, last weekend we went to, Tala, uh, to Tallahassee. And I just wanted to mention to you guys, if you, when you think about the firefighters, the first responders, and all of the people that put their lives on the line on a daily basis for our protection, I can't think of another way of intimacy than that when a man or a woman straps on a uniform and going out in danger just to be able to satisfy the safety of each and every one of us in the mornings. That's just awesome. And so I just want to give our firefighters and police officers a round of applause for thanking them for the day. As Ryan said, I have the privilege of being the um, chaplain for Windermere Police Department, and it is truly an honor to be able to be a part of that. So when I had uh, the, when I was asked if I would do the um, teaching this month. It crept up on me. I said, Ryan, would you do me a favor and tell me what I'm supposed to teach? And he said, I'm two weeks or two months, or whatever it was. And I was like, okay. And as Satan would have it, he would do everything he can. So if he can't get you to sin, which he could easily do, but if he can't get you to sin, he'll keep you busy. And so for the last two months, I have been so incredibly busy by God's grace with my business that I haven't had an opportunity to really dive into it. And God hit me right between the eyes when I was trying to go really crazy and saying, okay, what am I doing? What, am I, what do you want me to say? And he literally said to me, Andy, if you don't, after all the time you walk with me, if you don't have a speech inside of you, if you don't have a talk inside of you, what it means to be intimate with me, then we have a problem. So he kind of gave it to me in a, in, a, in a nutshell there. But this week we will be, for the next three weeks, we will be talking about intimacy and how the Father has a desire for intimacy for us and how he's designed us to have intimacy with him and those that are around us. But I also want to give a kind of a um, sneak preview as to what's going to happen on the third week that we're going to be here. And I really want to encourage you to come. I'll just give you just a little bit of the hint. I have a friend of mine who has been playing for the National NFL for uh, for the NFL for several years. I'll just give you a clue. They call him Captain America. And um, he will be here on our third week. And I'm going to be interviewing him and asking him, what is it like to be an NFL player? And how does he maintain his intimacy with Christ, with all of the temptations and all of the things and distractions that come along with being a part of the NFL? So if you want to hear something much better than me, this guy makes me look like I'm standing still. When I took a picture next to him one day, he stood about this tall on me and his muscles are like four times the size of mine and I just went (laughs) but one of the most humblest people I've ever met before so with no further delay let's talk about this desire of intimacy and what does it truly mean to have intimacy with God Webster designs cause intimacy a close familiarity with friends a closeness of intimacy between a husband and a wife It talks about a closeness together, affirmation, rapport, um, familiarity, friendliness, friendship. It talks about that. That's what the world says what what intimacy is. 
But what does God say about intimacy? In God's word, there are over 500, I'm sorry, 5,895 references to the word intimacy or what it means to have an intimacy relationship with Christ. It may not necessarily specifically say the word intimacy, but God chose intimacy first. We were not the designer of intimacy to some people's dismay. Let me kind of tell you what I mean by that. When I was young, many years ago, about 30, close to 32 years ago, I had the opportunity of marrying the most beautiful woman in the whole wide world. And to me, to this day, she's even more beautiful than the day I married her. I can truly say that. I was telling Dave Ogden, I said that last night, and I got a bunch of witnesses that I'm saying in front of a bunch of men today. We got married November 15th at high noon in a Catholic church. I remember standing in front of the church and the doorbell, the doors closed, the, the bell rung, and I see this vision in this white dress that just blew my mind. I said to myself, there's no way that I could possibly love this girl so much. She blew my mind then and to this day she still does. I've made the joke before and said this many times. My wife is the woman who can bring me to the brink of heaven. And I literally hear the angels singing and it couldn't get any better. But my wife can also take me to the brink of hell where I hear Satan go, just jump. (laughs) Can I get a witness to any of that for any of you guys that are married? But what I'm reminded of when I was thinking through this conversation that we're having today is what does it mean to have an intimacy with my wife? And if I could take it off, but I'll take this one off instead because I can't take my wedding band off anymore because of, just because I'm fat. This ring is one of the most, and I'm practicing with you because I have a wedding to perform on Sunday. This ring is one of the most expensive, most precious things that men who have it on would ever have. This ring is a symbol of intimacy that you should renew not on a yearly basis or a quarterly basis or every 25 years, but it's something that we need to renew on a daily basis. Renewing this intimacy is by telling my wife every day how much I love her. By demonstrating with her and talking with her and walking with her, asking her how her day went, asking her what I could do to serve her better, by loving her, by being present, The intimacy is a closeness and a familiarity with a person that you love. God desires to be intimate with each and every one of us. And it's written in his word and it's written in scripture over and over and over and over again. I was going to save this part to the very end, but let me tell you why I'm wearing this hat. One of my earliest memories of what intimacy was all about was my dad. You see, my dad really was, and to this day, is a cowboy. That's why I wear cowboy boots, because he wore cowboy boots all my life. My dad was a young man who broke horses for a living. They would literally hire my father to break wild horses. I grew up watching my dad wear these big cowboy buckles, and he always wore a cowboy hat. If you see my dad today, he's either got a baseball cap on or a cowboy hat. I was embarrassed of my dad wearing these cowboy hats when I was a kid, I have to tell you, because my dad was the only person I ever saw wear one, and my dad was truly the only black man I ever saw wear a cowboy hat. But it just kind of bothered me. But I started growing up, and I started realizing that my dad was a man who stood for what he believed and believed what he stood for. 
when I was really young, my first memory of intimacy, I didn't even realize it until just recently. <clears throat> my dad was a hard worker. And he drove a farm tractor to disc mow the disc, not mow, but disc gro orange groves with an old farm tractor. And he stood up on his farm tractor. And my father would drive this tractor wherever he had to go. And we lived in Longwood at the time. And my dad would take this tractor even to a popka. It would take him hours to get there because the thing only went 12 miles an hour. But he would drive it on the road back then, a farm tractor all the way to a popka. And I remember when my dad would come home after a long day, and this was his side job, not his real job, but it was his side job. I remember hearing that tractor down the road. And as soon as I heard the engine of that tractor, as a little boy, I would run as fast as I could towards my dad. I'd run as fast as I possibly could towards my dad because what my dad would do, he'd stop, he'd smile, and he'd look, and i hear that engine throttle down, and my dad would say, Get on board, son. And my dad would stand there behind me so I wouldn't fall behind on the trailer that was behind it on the disc. And he would let me hold the steering wheel, and we'd go 12 miles an hour down the road. My dad would stand there and protect me. It was time that I looked so forward to. And I realized the faster I ran, the farther I would catch my dad down the road and how important it was, how I longed to wish that I would have that same type of desire today to run to my Heavenly Father when I hear His engine roaring or when I hear Him calling. This week, these next three weeks, I want to help us walk through, and mainly, and I have to be honest, myself, to find out how to get to that place where I find that place of intimacy where I want to run to God with all I have and to spend as much time with the Father as I possibly can. And I want to be the first one to admit in front of all of you guys, I am not at that place. Sometimes I don't know if it's worthy of me to be able to wear this badge that I take such pride in, not in, a, in an arrogant way, but pride in the fact that I get to represent Windermere as a chaplain for them. And Oakland must have kind of taken some kind of tea poison or something because they just recently brought me on as their chaplain as well. But I have such a privilege to be able to wear this badge and to say I'm a part of a team that has an intimate desire to serve their community and their families. I got up at 5 o'clock this morning to make sure that I was just awake because this is not my time of day. As I said before, closeness to uh, Jesus has a desire. God has a desire for a close relationship with us. As I looked up intimacy within the Bible, and it says a close relationship is a part of God's will for our lives. And Scripture speaks multiple times about the relationship between Jesus Christ, the Father, and between the people that he has given his life for. And I... <clears throat> A voice came from heaven. This is the intimacy of God. A voice came from heaven and said, This is my son whom I am well pleased. That's Mark 11. Jesus wanted people to know the intimacy that he had for his son. And one day he'll have that intimacy for each and every one of us. <clears throat> the intimacy with relationships between people. Jesus talks about the intimacy between people. That's not the scripture that I was looking for. 
The first one was the intimacy with the Father. This one will be the intimacy. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch that bears fruit will be able to survive. Jesus wants to be able to have a relationship with you that you will bear fruit. And the only way we can bear fruit is to have an intimate relationship with him. That's a close familiarity with the, the creator of the universe. He longs and desires for you and I to have a relationship with him that we just ooze out who he is. If you've had an opportunity to sit down and talk to Dave Ogden, you would realize that Dave Ogden oozes the desire to be a police chief, not for the title, but for the opportunity to be able to serve his community. One of the things he said that has impressed me so very much is that no man can take his life because he decided on a certain date that he had already given his life over. We should all have that within our in our spiritual relationship that no man or woman can ever take away who you are or take your life because you have already given your life over to the Christ, to the creator of this world. The intimacy with relationship with people is what that one was about. The intimacy with the relationship of a husband. A husband should leave, a husband should leave, love his wife. Just as Christ has loved the church and given himself up for her, making her holy and cleaning, clinging to her by the washing of the, with water, the words. God loves us so much that he wants us to have that intimate, desired relationship with our wives. Jesus said, or God said, should I say, it is not good for man to be alone. So much so that he said, I have got to create a woman for her. If Jesus, God turns around and desires for each and every one of us to not be alone, how much more do you realize that he wants you to realize that you should never walk alone and he wants you to be able, he wants me to love my wife with all my heart outside of him. God's purpose, for, <clears throat> God has a great purpose for our lives. It is found over in uh, Mark 7, uh, 10, 7. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife. For this reason, a man shall leave his uh, father and mother and be united to his wife. A relationship with closeness with our friends. I'm reminded of a story that um, Jonathan and David, that David had such a close relationship with Jonathan that there was a point <clears throat> where Saul was chasing, John, uh, uh, chasing David. And he said, there's no way my father is desiring to kill you. And David says, yes, he is. He is trying to kill you. He says, I would like to get before him. He says, David, it's too, let me go before my father. I think it's too dangerous for you to come before my father. David hid. And he says, I will shoot an arrow and to tell you to run far, to come close or to run far. David had such an intimate relationship with Jonathan and I'll talk a little bit more about that next week, that he even brought his last heir to his home, Mephibosheth. Couldn't believe I got that one out. To sit at the king's table, to have a relationship with him, an intimate relationship with him. 
Why am I saying all of this? Anybody know what is my phone? <laughs> because I don't have an intimate relationship with my phone. I wish that was the case. <laughs> I'm going to close with this. I can find it. I wrote it down just before I came here. Yeah, it is in my notes. God has a desire for us to. There it is. To know and be known. To love. To be, to, to love and to be loved. To serve. And to be served, to celebrate, and to be celebrated. Every person longs for those things. To be known, to know and to be known, to love and to be loved, to serve and to be served, to celebrate and to be celebrated. God wants that for our lives. I will ask you, as in your questions, what is God saying to you, which is not written in your questions? And what are you going to do about whatever God is trying to share with you about his deep longing desire to be with you and to serve and to love you? This shirt that I'm wearing is a shirt that we did a, um, a study on, and it has the armor of God on it. So as I leave you today, I will ask you, on the mornings, do you get up and do you put on the full armor of God, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the feet of protection, the sword of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the word of the Spirit? Let me pray for each and every one of us to do that. Heavenly Father, your desire for us, for you, your desire for us from you is to have an intimate relationship with us. That when we're, we're, when we're weary, we're frightened, we're scared, and even when we're confident to have such an intimate, close relationship with you, that we celebrate with you, that we love with you, that we're known with you, that we walk in the cool of the evening with you. Father, we pray that you will be in the midst of our intimacy with our wives, with our children, and those that are close to us. Father, I pray for every man here today that when they leave here, they will ask that question, how can I become more intimate to you, with you? How can I hear you in the distance and run to you and run, run so fast to catch you so far out that we could spend so much more time with you? Versus just mentioning your name a few times throughout the course of the day. Help me become more intimate with you. That I will run to you. And I will cling to you. And I will serve you on a daily basis. I pray for the intimacy for these men. Because that word is not something that I understood or I grew up with understanding what it meant. I can honestly tell you that intimacy was only for the bedroom for me. 
Father, I pray that you will help me realize my intimacy is in my everyday walk with those that are around me and especially with you and my wife and family. I pray this in your precious and mighty name.